Welcome to the Foundational Healing Deliverance Prayer Ministry Podcast, where you will learn strategic spiritual warfare and aggressive prayer. If you have questions or comments, call us at 484-218-1683 or email us at fhdprayerministry at gmail.com. Let's get started with the show.
became a breast cancer survivor. Elder Catrice has the gift of healing, deliverance. Uh, and within her within her ministries, there's uh, many uh, miracle signs and wonders. Uh, and she's reaching the nation. She is a living miracle, witnessing to all, encouraging uh, to keep the faith. Her faith. Her favorite scripture is Jeremiah 29:11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. God is faithful. To God be the glory. So Elder Catrice, your family, uh, this portion of the show is now in your hands. Thank you, Pastor. I just thank God for this opportunity today. Um, I feel honored uh, for this opportunity to be able to share with the people of God that, that God has put in my spirit. Um, thank you for your ministry. First, uh, I do want to um, go into a little prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we just thank you. We thank you for being all that we have, God. We thank you for being the creator, the one that knows the plan. He knows the plan. And God, I thank you right now that those that are reading, that those that are hearing God, that they will hear. Bless the Lord, that God, you will touch their hearts, God, that you will move mightily, God. Somebody need an answer on today. Somebody is in distress. Somebody is looking for you to move mightily in their lives, God. They've been waiting, God. They're in turmoil right now, God. But God, we thank you that you are God of it right now, God. You are God of healing. And God, that you move mightily, God. And you know how to touch us from the top of our head to the bit of sober by feet, God. Speak today as I decrease, God. You increase, God. Move mightily, kill flesh. And God, and have your way over these areas of social media. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I believe when um you asked me, you said, what would be the title? And I said, God fix me or I should die. There are so many that are going through in trials and tribulations right now. That um, if you look through the airways, you see you have heard um, different um, occasions where you see pastors uh, committing suicide, or you know, your the mental um, awareness is up on a high rise right now because of things that people are going through, and then the enemy don't play fair. Uh, but I tell you that uh, he knows how to actually. Uh, he knows what to do. Come on, man. He, he is the, the one that, um, that knows how to get things. Uh, I mean, one incident after another, after another, after another. And, you know, I was talking with um, a counselor, a psychiatrist, and she had told me, she said, after so many um, tragic things that happen to a person, eventually, um, you will see signs of different mental issues. And um, this is what happens after one through trials, after trials, after trials. I want to go on the scripture today um, in 2 Corinthians when it says on the second verse, 6th 
I have heard thee in the time of judgment, and in the day of salvation have I formed thee. Behold, now is the acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. Now is the time. I don't know about nobody else, but I'm excited about this being now the time of salvation. Now that God is giving me to do something after the waiting, after the crying, after the, the things that the different things that we've been going through over and over again, and then waiting and then holding on to His word. Now is the acceptable time for salvation. When you look at the word salvation, look at the word salvation. They could be saved from a certain death. To be saved, whole, healed, preserved, well. To be preserved, well. Saving of the soul from sin and its consequences. Now is the time of salvation. I, I noticed that um, I deal with patients that have uh, cancer. I've been cancer survivors going on five years and I'm dealing with different ones that God has led me to and not just patients that have cancer but people with these traumatic um, situations in their life and um, trying to find out that they the cancer would be when they go through hardship the things you say you would never do they tend to do that thing to do. And um, I don't understand sometimes. I'm like, God, I don't even go through this. But you have me there to minister to people, to be there for them. And you said, see, a change is coming. A change is coming. I don't know what no one, what people are waiting for. This isn't about mental issues, but it's about trials and tribulations. I don't know what you're going through. It could be some um, hardship, it could be something that you're waiting for um, from the Lord, but now is the time of salvation. There's so much that's going on in our, um, in our communities with sin and sickness and hardship. The love, as the word says, has been waxed cold, has been waxed cold families for these families, you know, women for war, all of that stuff. This is like the end times, the end times, and we're all in that God to do something uh, marvelous for us. And this change right here, when it comes to change, change is not always easy. Help me out of those. It's not always easy. Change could be um, hard. It can be um, a big, I mean, how can you say it? Uh, change could be very hard, it can be uh, devastating at times, um, but it's how we deal with change. It's a life is full of changes, life is full of changes, and in Christ, we know that in Christ we can do all things, that we can do all things, all things in Christ that strengthen us, and, and as we read our word and we say, God, yeah, we're praying and we're fasting and and we are standing on His Word, and, and we are praying ourselves the way that we should pray ourselves. And then with all of this, and still there's some things that we deal with that God wants to deal with. And um, after going through certain things, like um, traumatic things, um, you find yourself 
sometimes I can say, for example, let's say Naomi. Let's say Naomi and Naomi and Ruth. When Naomi lost all that she had, Naomi seemed to become bitter. She was disappointed, oppressed, depressed because she lost what she felt all that she had. Um, have you ever been in a place where you lost, where you felt like you lost all that you had? You have God, and God knows, I know God is everything to me. He is everything to us. But in this flesh, you lose your children, you lose your husband, you lose your spouse, you lose just about everything that you can possibly, you have worked hard for, and, and, and you labor for, you, you nurtured, and it's gone. She felt hopeless. She felt uh, oppressed, depressed. You know, I'm quite sure she went through um, uh, a little anger. And I know it was definitely fear. These are the things that people are going through now through trials and tribulations. They're going through the bitterness of losing things. I even talked to a a person that uh, their family member has cancer. And their life has been so much into God that they, you would thought they were holy of holy, serving, and I'm telling upright people, and now that this is happening to their loved ones, they're at the place right now, I've been speaking to God, I've been praying, people have been praying, but where is God? Do you know how I felt when this person told me, that if God don't do this for them, I have did everything God called me to do and, and wanted me to do. And there that he, he called me to do with the word. But if he takes mine, that love of mine, I don't think God can do anything for me. This is the stress. This is the things that's going through mentally when they're being attacked. And, and this, I want to say it's attacked. We look at it as an attack. But the enemy comes in to make us like it's an attack, but this is God's will, and we can't put God's will in the midst of our feelings. We gotta know, and I'm trying to explain this to this person and let him know that this girl, as Ruth, was trying to encourage Naomi to keep going, to stand on the word, but it, it is, I tell you, to be in such a turmoil of, of sorrow and pain, it, it, it's almost feel like it's hard to reach them when they're in that place. But I'm here today, and I know that God has told me that this is a time for salvation, and the time is now, the time is now. And I thank God for the time being now. Only God knows what tomorrow brings. He is the heart fixer, and I thank God. After being going through so much in ministry, going through so much in family, going through so much in my body, all of this turmoil, going over, over again, I'm still standing on you, but I still believe you. But sometimes you get tired, and sometimes you say, God, what is going on? And like the psychologist said, she said you tend to have certain mental issues after so many attacks, after so many um things that happen in your life and so now you're like God you're trying to move forward 
and moving forward now. Now you overcome these things, and he said, now this is time of salvation. He said, okay, but then God said, wait a minute. Before you go forward, before you do anything else, before you try to pick up that cross and really go forward with the word and the purpose, there's some things I got to do with you because of what you've been through. It's some things that have still been in you that have to come out. Don't you know, you know, I've been through something with this person. Uh, so this you went to somebody that, um, that wasn't a true friend. And you've been hurt, you've been scorned. And then you got walls up and your heart is, is, uh, is you know, you're, you're kind of, you don't trust people as much. And so then God said, look, we can't have you going through like that. We can't have your heart being like that. We can't have your spirit being like that. And then you have such a calling. You have such a life, um, uh, some things in your life that I want to use. So God is saying, man, now is the time of salvation. Just like he did for Naomi, he wants to do for somebody else. And he wants to do um, for you or someone else that you know. God is in the healing business. And I tell you, when God says go forward, when he says he's doing something in your life, He's going to do it completely. He's going to finish the work. He's going to finish the work. All that he said he's going to do. He's not going to leave nothing, nothing standing, nothing um, that you halfway here. He's going to give you a full deliverance. Amen. That's why when he um, posted it in the scripture, it's creating me, Lord, a clean heart and renew the right spirit of me because all the hell that I've been through, Father, all the things, even in walking, being upright with my heart being pure, God. It has been just like Paul said. Paul said, I try to do good, but evil still there, God. He's trying to do He said, I've been, I've been hungry. I've been cold. I've been, you know, I've been shit where I've had stones thrown at me. He said, but who is weak? Who is weak? We are not weak. We are victorious. But God got to do something. You got to do something. Some people even felt ashamed about the things that they're going through. Hallelujah. But God wants to let you know that he's been there. Even if this, this young person is telling me to have cancer, uh, his family member has cancer, he, right now, he feel like God is not even there. God, he feel like God is not there. I don't know if you've ever been there, but you did all that you can. And you are taught to stand all that you do. If you can't do nothing, I just stand, stand. We don't always know the mind of God. We don't know the mind of God, but we do know that we can trust Him with His decision. We can trust that God knows, and He, he can move, uh, and He can He makes sense out of everything. All things work together for the good of those that love Him. Amen. All things work together for the good of those that love Him. There's been a cycle of pain. A cycle of of um, of different um, backslashing and things in this world. I mean, all I see is a lot of hurt, a lot of hurt from people, from things that not not just from people, but let's say in the church. It's been a lot of hurt. A lot of people are ministering and they are hurt. A lot of people are speaking and laying hands and they are bleeding hurt. And they and it has to be a time. Where we all be responsible and say, God, do something in me. So those words that come out of our mouth come to us first. And say, Lord, heal me. It is time that I've been through so much. 
even with the class and and um, with the church and three years of of uh, with the church and and different um, leadership. And I'm just telling you, it's not been an ordeal. But God created me a clean heart. Because now it's time to go forward. Now it's time to do even greater work. But after I've done, after I've done all of that, God, I need you to write something. I need you. I'm going to be the good person and say, God created me. You see, I, I, I got into that scripture and created me a clean heart and renewed the right spirit. Because uh, God reminded me about Saul. They wanted Saul, the people wanted Saul to be the king. They wanted him to be king. That wasn't God's choice. But God said, before you leave my people, I need to give you a new heart. I need to give you a new heart. And I don't know about you, but when you've been through so much, when you get sick and tired and sick and tired, when you've gone through so much and you don't even recognize who you are, there has to be a change. There has to be a change. And you have to own up to responsibility and accountability and say, Lord, do you understand how many leaders that walk around with titles and just, just so prideful and just continue to keep on and, and they're, they're getting their praise and their, and their spirit and their favor, you know, they're out like everything is just so good that like nothing ever happens. Like they're good at all times. But I cry at times. I hurt at times. And I am a leader. You know, I, I do all of that. I am human first. So I, I, I don't mind somebody knowing that I have some weak spots. We all have some weak, weakness in us because he said when we're weak, he's strong. God is strong in our lives. And so the people need to know what you've been through. I mean, they see me with cancer and going to chemo and being a part of the same time and full time at a job. Then I had some young people that was homeless that was in my house all of this at one time of going through with my son. All of this at one time and just living day by day, standing on his word, preaching his word, and preaching the first fire. People see the struggle. I did not hide all of that. I preached on that. Preaching my pain, preaching through it, telling it, telling them what I went through and how God helped me. And the testimony after testimony is what freed me. I didn't shake the thought and say that I never did this or, or I'm not hurting at a time. I can't do some things and I don't mind letting the people know that I've been there, but I know that with God that I'm more than a conqueror. So it's a time for change. And I thank God for change. I thank God for change. It's a hard thing to deal with people that I've been victims of abuse, dealing with people that have cancer. That takes a strong person, and I've never thought that I was that strong. <laughs> but God, for some reason, feels that I'm strong enough to deal with it. I just heard second stage breast cancer. I didn't go to fourth stage. I'm dealing with people with fourth stage and uh, last stage cancer that in hospice, I've seen some pass away, some recovered. Some, you know, it's just been an ongoing, one after another. But I thank God that he is my friend. I thank God that even now, that he's building my heart. He's the strong, he's the trans, transplant. 
keep the service that's doing the transplant. So today I just wanted to reach out and I wanted to let somebody know that what the Lord God is focused on right now. It ain't about your work. It's about your heart. It's about the change that he's doing in you. You have what it takes. You have the knowledge. But your heart got to be right. Your love got to be right. Everything has to be right for this next move that he's doing in your, in your life. In order for it to be prosperous. In order for even, we have to be balanced in our health. So you got to wish, beloved, that you have good health. And prosper as your soul prosper. You can't leave out nothing. You can't leave out nothing. He wants it all. He wants it all. And I tell you, he knows that. He knows that the change is coming. The change is so easy to do. To play the victim when you've been hurt and you've been abused. And that's all you can do. Just talk about what old boys do. But it's a blessing to know that I've been through that. And I'm still standing on the word of God. And so now is the time for the, for the day of salvation. It's an accepted time. An accepted time, what I believe is the time when we let go and we let God. When we let go and let God. I asked a couple of uh, people, me and my husband, who was um, eating, and um, I'm just so excited about his ministry here. And he's um, recovered, and he's some people that have been um, uh, on um, her addiction, even in jail. But these people are doing well, and they're entrepreneurs, and they give all glory to God. And I said, how did you stop to being, you know, they don't mind saying it, I was a crackhead, and I was doing it. How did you stop? Because you see that people go through so much, and and that that is craving they're craving the um, the the drugs and they're craving the addiction. How do you stop? And one by one, I asked my husband one time. Uh, uh, when we first met, and he told me some stories, and then I met one of his friends, and he told me, so that if you pray by ask another young man, and they all said the same thing. I got tired. I got sick and tired. And there's an acceptable time of salvation, of freedom, of healing, of, 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 of the saving, of healing. And when you're tired and you will let go and let God, that's when God moves. When you get tired and you move, God will move for you. He will move for you. He knows when we're ready. He knows when we're, when we're tired of something. He knows when we're praying and when we're just saying things to Make it sound right, like, oh yeah, I'm tired, I'll get back, but then the next thing you know, you're doing it again. But God knows your heart. He knows the very things of our heart. So I thank God that there's going to be some change. I thank God that somebody is going to be real, that somebody going to understand it. Yeah, sometimes it helps me to know, I'm the only one going through this. And I'm thinking that I'm the only one going through this thing. It can't be nobody going through this. It is going through this like this. And when you find out somebody else is going through what you're going through, it's just like, okay, and you're going through. And this word only works when you apply it. And you have to stay focused on this word. And hanging 
bring you closer. If they don't bring you closer with trials, bring you closer to God, not just saying that trials bring you closer to God, and it brings you further out, you're on the wrong train. You got to get back on track. You got to stay focused, and you got to allow God's word to move in your life. You got to know that he's a healer and through his sight that you are here from whole all things has passed away. And now things are new. I, I just felt hearing that. Behold, all things are passed away. And now things are new. God is doing a newness in somebody's life, in their heart. They can even get in relationships because of the things that they're going through. Can even stay on a job because of the mental issues that they were born through and or, or sickness in their body, their child. God is doing something and he's changing them and he's doing it for you. He's doing it because you were sick and tired. Somebody's throwing away the pills, they're throwing away medicine because they're sick and tired and their faith is boosted up to the point where it out Really, I'm tired. I'm tired. It's been out of while. I don't even know who I am anymore. But God, you said there's an acceptable time. This is an acceptable time now. And now is the time of salvation. So God, I just thank you tonight, today, that you are doing a marvelous thing. It should touch the lives of your people and that change is happening. It may feel bad, but God, you're going to turn around for our good. And that God, that you're going to start touching the things around them that even the people are changing. Oh, God, the money is coming in. All the things that they lack, God, you're giving them a clear vision. God, you're setting them around people that can take them further. God, I thank you now that things are changing. It's changing the acceptable time. And I thank you, God, that even now, after all that they've been through, God, it's just speaking now in their hearts, God. So they were affirmances of their heart, God. And it was sign of bitterness, anger, disappointment, God. Oh, God, fear, God. We bind it now in the name of Jesus. And God, this shit is showing, God. The surgeon is here, and he's going in, and he's losing everything that's not like God. God, I thank you now that, that by the morning, the God, there are two things. They'll be able to release in the door, God. They'll have that that God, their love will be even greater than it was before. So God, I thank you, man. As you you help Naomi, God, you give her a roof, God. You may even give somebody a roof that can push them, God. Even in their misery, God, you have a roof that's gonna be there, God. A roof that's gonna say, "Come on, we're gonna do this, and we're gonna do it together." I'm not leaving you. I'm gonna. Help you further, God. Somebody need a helping hand, God. Not just somebody talking them down, but somebody with a helping hand and know what they've been through, God. And I thank you for assigning them there. God, if it went to somebody for you reaching down, God, and putting us up, God, where will we be? So I thank you now, God, if you're touching somebody to reach out to those that are lost and that are hurting. 
and that need healing, God. So, God, we give you the praise and the glory, God. And all the honor. Thank you for this broadcast, God. Thank you for the broadcast, God. Thank you for the Holy Ghost coming in at the nick of time, God. We thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you, Prophet. Again, and I'm just thanking God for all that he's doing and what he's going to do uh, concerning this broadcast. I believe that somebody was reached and they're going to be blessed with what God had to say. Amen. Amen. Uh, what a excellent word. What an excellent word. Hopefully, I'm not too loud. Uh, anyways, <laughs> anyways, is there an email that you would like to share uh, in regards to someone connecting with you, contacting you, Elder Catrice? Well, um, you have um, the Facebook page. Um, uh, Patrice, um, Siobhan, you can inbox me, um, or I have the, I do have the email with, uh, Kay Allen Ministries, uh, if they would like to, uh, at yahoo.com, Kay Allen Ministries, uh, at yahoo.com, and on Facebook, if you, um, would like to reach me, it's, uh, Patrice Siobhan. It's and then it's Shabbat, S-H-A-B-O-N. Amen, amen. So people of God, uh, there's no reason to preach over a message that has been preached. You got the message. Uh, this is your host, Prophet Paul McGill, FHDPM, Prayer Ministry. Be blessed. Tell me what 
what is love and it's sin from up above something i'm not worthy of i know the who and the who, who is, is you my alpha and omega your daddy and your savior